Good morning, afternoon, evening, um, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, this is friend of the program, uh, Matt Sheehan, and I come to you as a man that has learned uh, two very valuable lessons over the weekend. The first being that maybe sometimes in life we don't overreact to things that happen in four-hour spans uh, on nights in East Lansing. Um, Things can change. Things will change, especially if you give a team of hardworking men, student athletes, a week to change for the better. Perhaps run the ball better, pass the ball better, catch the ball better, well, and play defense the same. Uh, the second lesson that we've all learned is that we are back, baby. Woohoo! All right. Here we were just sitting down singing, are we going to make the Tax Slayer Bowl? Is the Red Box Bowl really going to be duplicated again? No, 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 no. We are smelling the roses, chasing the oranges. We're heading back to the Cotton Bowl. We're doing all three of those bowl games. I don't care. State's back. 50 points. Suck it, Broncos. Suck it, Mac. Woo! We're going, baby. <sighs> Thank you for not cursing there because that was great. I'm like, if he curses, I'm going to have to take all this out. Oh. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How you doing? Good. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Spartans podcast. I'm Will Hunter. That's uh, Matt Sheehan, of course. Great friend of the show, Matt Sheehan. Oh, yes. It is. Um, well, technically, it's Sunday night, but you're listening to this on Monday, uh, September 9th, 2019. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for tuning into today's episode. I thought, you know. Matt, this weekend I was out of town. I didn't get to go to the game and cover the game. I will be, by the way, at all the rest of the home games this season. Oh, that's big time. Yeah, bringing you great coverage from inside Spartan Stadium. But I didn't get to this week. Um, I was at a place with spotty cell phone service, so I couldn't, you know, I got some takes off in the first half. Then we moved, and it was in a spot where I couldn't get takes off. And so I just wasn't fully there for, for my people this weekend as much as I wanted to. And so I figured with like that kind of performance and me missing the boat on being there for everyone during that kind of performance, like we just had to to bring you in here on a Monday and mm-hmm. just just get after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and cut the noise too. And like from where <laughs> I was sitting too in the stadium, like I didn't have service either. And at first, like for a hot second, I was like, "God, this is kind of annoying." And then I was like, "You know what? This is this is probably for the better. Th- like this this is saving me right now. That the fact that I I can't get tweets off." Um, I mean, granted, they're all going to be positive, but I don't know, maybe somewhere down the road, um, that's going to be my saving grace, uh, the fact that I can't. But hey, <laughs> when it, we're, uh, we're all in good spirits today it. here. <laughs> so, sounds like you haven't learned any lessons. No, God, no, 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 not me. Um, that's good. What are we, we're going to just, like, here's the plan for today's show. So normally okay. I do this intro, Matt, I know you don't listen, but normally I do this intro, say all this stuff. Uh, and then I lay out on today's show what we're going to talk about. And what we're going to talk about is the, the Western Michigan-Michigan State game. That's just We're just mm. going to talk about that, talk yeah. about the offense a little bit, talk about Brian Lewerke. We'll talk about Eli Collins. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll probably talk about Brad Salem. You know, we're going to run the gamut here. Um, yeah. But I'm just, you know, I'm doing this today because I, I haven't even done my rewatch yet, Matt. I haven't grinded the tape. Yeah. And so today is going to be kind of a fun and games celebration because we haven't seen touchdowns uh in a long time plural 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 touchdowns touchdowns. in a long time uh we got to see touchdowns so today we're gonna enjoy it um and then tomorrow on tuesday show we'll get back into we're still gonna enjoy it and we'll have fun tomorrow 
Um, but you know, I'll I'll have watched the game yeah. by then. I'll have some more specific thoughts and different things to talk about. Um, today we're just gonna love it. We're just gonna enjoy this. Yeah, just and going have a off good like time. hazy memories of, of the game. Like this is yeah, great. yeah. This, this yeah. is what we need. Just you, you euphoric. Just saw your team score six touchdowns. Kind just of saw your team that's... score more touchdowns in a single game than they have scored in the previous six games combined. I, and I still don't know if that makes me happy or still <laughs> upset, but yes, I love it. Is, it. <laughs> um, it's quite the stat, really. Like, wow, did they score it's a number. seven yeah. touchdowns? <laughs> uh, mm, <Wait>. No. <laughs> no, six. <laughs> six. Yeah, and you know what? They beat it by uh, 33%, too. They didn't just beat it by they they. Oh, they drubbed it. it, yeah. They drubbed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of I threw it out on Twitter like, "Hey, what do you want us to talk about?" And we did get some serious suggestions, and it was more just like it was like a hypothetical throwing it out there because like, yeah. what else are we gonna talk about? Right. Um, let's see. Let's start with the uniforms. Okay, sure. The, the important stuff. Yes. The important stuff. Yes. Um, I I threw a tweet out there that I'm in, and you're not. No, listen, I I I can't do it. Like we, it it, it still looks like a, a knockoff for a football team. But out this, there. This, this, what about the scoring? What about the points? It's it's fine. Something tells me though that those points would have been scored, like just in our normal jerseys. And like what I know they... I'm aging by like the amount of times <laughs> I give this takeout. Like I, I think I'm like 48 years old now by how many times I've issued this take. But like. Our normal uniforms are just fine. Or the bronze ones. You want to spice it up? Just do the bronze ones again. Like, those are fine. If they score, like, 42 against Arizona State in the neons? I mean, I mean like, I'm, I'm not going to like them, but they, ha- like, just, they have to do them the rest of the season. Like, yeah. It, that, that's just, th- those are the rules. I mean, I don't want it to be, but, yeah, y- you have to. I'm intrigued by the potential of them wearing, like, the helmets, the cleats, and the uniform. The jersey, and then mm-hmm. wearing the dark green pants with it. Yeah, I, I've I've ran through some combinations in my head, or like neon pants, white jersey, bronze helmet. Like get get get, get something like <laughs> just, that going in, in the just mix. go wild. Yeah, like, like a the, blind the Madden person. create the uniform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's my thing. So I'm not going to say they look good. I'm not okay. An idiot. I'm not blind. Um, I'm well aware okay. <laughs> of how they look. All right. Um, but to me, it's it's. They're like French Bulldogs. I tweeted this out. They're like French Bulldogs. Okay. They're so horrible to look at (laughs) that they are, in fact, great to look at. They're so ugly that they're good. So is that what, is that what that Nike had good. in mind, you think? Like, is that what Nike and MSU had in mind when, when they were creating these I, concoctions or, or no? I don't know what anyone had in mind. It, like, it, it, it's more likely that they're a prank um, than that they were. they were supposed to look cool. But, oh, well, I mean, 51 points is 51 points. Listen, um, they can look whatever. They can run out there naked. I don't care. Yeah, I, I think I'd care a little bit, but whatever. If you score 51, they can then, wear leather chaps. If, if Eli Collins is going to go for 16 yards to carry, he can wear leather chaps out That's there. True. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Might weigh well, him down, but oh, well. Might weigh him down. He's fast. Yeah, uh, what was your reaction to having an actual, like, running back playing running back? It had been a while since we had seen that. A that lot was of absolutely insane. People. Will I, I saw broke tackles. Like I, I saw cuts yeah. on the field. I cuts saw the and field. shout out to the linemen too. Like I, I saw oh, running yeah. lanes. That was very exciting. Like and I saw like uh well he's left for dead, uh gain of one yard. And that wait, you just you just scrapped oh. all like a like a nice six, seven yard carry there. Like Whoa. where'd that was, come from? I know, it, it was insane. Like 
I, I, I didn't know what was happening. He's also a lot bigger in person. I thought he'd be too. Like we've gotten very limited Eli Collins action, but I was like, God, mm-hmm. he, he just like looks the part of like a, a bell cow running back. Yeah. He's six feet, almost two twenty. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, he's not a small person. No. So like that was uh, just neat. Cause well, it, it kept on, it, it's, it's kind of like when you're on like a, a heater at a slot machine or something like this. Like at first you're like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And you're like, Oh my God, this is still happening. Oh my God. Oh my god, I'm rich! Like this is insane. We we have something here. Like it just it just would not stop the entire game. I don't think it any run that stopped behind the line of scrimmage. Like and I, I get it, fine. It's Western, whatever. But like mm-hmm. we all saw how it worked out with the uh, defensive line against Tulsa last week. Like they were kind of still mauling us at the line a little bit. So yeah, it was it was nice catching the heater and uh, actually again one game against the MAC team. But see, we got our pre- premier running back. I mean, I know it's a hot take to say, but. Yeah. It's um, so here's the well, I'll pull up the carry distribution here in a second uh, as I type Michigan State Western box score. So if anyone sees more than like eight carries outside of Eli Collins yeah. in a single game for the rest of the season, that well, it means, better be Anthony Williams. If it that is. means Eli Collins got hurt. Like, yeah, he, yeah, so it's, he is. I have a strong inkling that uh, so I got the depth chart here from the the pregame from Tuesday. Uh, I have a strong feeling that when I go to East Lansing this Tuesday, it will not say Connor Hayward in bold um, and Ladarius Jefferson underneath him or Eli mm-hmm. Collins or Anthony mm-hmm. Williams as the running backs. I have a it'll feeling it'll just it say, say or for all four. It, it, no, he's he's gonna <laughs> go or for all four of those guys. It'll say Elijah Collins. Well, uh, and uh, Alante Thomas too. Throw him in the mix. That that he scored a touchdown. Okay, we're going to take a quick break off of that. Um, this is stuff that's all pre-recorded. Now I'm coming back in here in post and putting in different things that are uh, required of me for doing this show, like this commercial for Vivid Seats. Guys, the, the, the offense is back. <laughs> the offense is high-flying, and if you want to see it, if you want to watch them take on Arizona State – See Michigan State score 970 points like we know they will against the Sun Devils in a revenge game from last year. If you want to get to that game this weekend, you already know what I'm about to say. You have got to get to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to, whether it's a game, whether it's a concert, theater, comedy show, whatever you want. Vivid Seats has it, and they've got it all in the easy-to-use Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans, that's you, to earn credit back. It's called Vivid Seats Rewards. You go to the App Store, Google Play, and download the Vivid Seats app, and you'll automatically be enrolled into the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. And every time you buy a ticket through them, you earn credit back for your next ticket purchase. And of course, of course, every ticket purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and events to the hottest theater tickets and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That is promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. You know what I love? Hmm. I love walk-on touchdowns. Oh, they're the greatest. It's just like, it's, so walk on three pointers and things like that are really, are wonderful. 
They are. Yeah. I think they happen, even though they're rare, I think they happen more often than a walk-on touchdown. Oh, 100%. Unless it's like yeah. a Baker Mayfield. Like, you know, not not really a walk-on, but like... Right. Like, well, because walk-on who... three-pointers, you have to shoot the ball before the shot clock ends. And yeah, there's a play <laughs> clock in football, but like you don't have to dial up plays to go to the end zone every single time. Yeah. And walk-ons... Um, I'm talking about walk-ons that just look like they're playing a different sport. <laughs> they just look different than everyone out there because they're six inches shorter. They're skinnier. They just don't really, you know, fit in so mm-hmm. much. And I mean, Elante Thomas kind of looks the part a little bit, but he is skinnier, slighter yeah, than is. the other guys. And well, especially true... after seeing Collins for like 55 minutes yeah. on the field. Like, yeah, like, that's going to be a stark difference. Yeah, he's a true walk-on. He, he came here from Saginaw Valley. He's a scout team guy. He's won a bunch of scout team player of the week honors by all accounts like works really hard and is a valuable Mm -hmm. member of the Michigan State team and he's a walk-on and he scored that touchdown and he was celebrating and I was celebrating with him (laughs) like he did the man some money he was chest bumping everyone he was finding the camera and it was 51 to 17 and I was like yeah or no it was 51 to 10 even I was like yeah yes yes hell hell yeah Thomas (laughs) get it oh that was awesome I was so happy for him and like that like He's going to be the only walk-on type person to score a touchdown for Michigan State this season. Like, a couple walk-ons will score for the basketball team this year. Mm-hmm. That was a special moment. I was pumped up about it. Yeah, no, that that, that is cool. And, yeah, just like you're saying, way more rare than the, the old three-pointer. Yeah. Um, where are you actually at right now in terms of, like, your confidence with this offense? Going into Arizona State. Like, well, pr- pretty high, especially with the combination of Arizona State, like not really being great against uh, a big Pac-12 team they just played last weekend, uh, Sacramento. Sacramento uh, State. Yeah, so that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling decent about next week. But like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to see like one more game of, you know, that yeah. same thing of like. Lewerke looking super sharp, albeit for like what he maybe had like two or three mistakes. That's it, like. And one of them was on a very tough throw he tried. Like he 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 was sharp. Uh, the interception was not great. His QBR is ninety two point six. So that's yeah. QBR is is what it is. It's QBR. Yeah. Um, kind he of was an solid, enigma, but he but like, was really good. Well, like I mean, there there were open receivers all over the map. Like mm-hmm. the play calling was great. Uh, Darrell Stewart was, I mean, awesome out of the slot. Like, what was his quote after the game? It's like it's it's like a guy sitting your lazy boy. Like that's how comfortable I am. Yeah, and the you know, slot, someone like, asked him how comfortable he was in this offense, and he said, "Yeah, it's like sitting in a lazy boy." <laughs> yeah, and like I, I think that's even magnified too. Like him going back to the slot as well, and like he had some good catches too, where he needed strong hands to pull him down, and he had that. And so yeah, like I, it's it's hard to not feel good after that game i mean yeah i get it's western but what were they supposed to do against western they're supposed to score like five six times and then hold their offense to nothing that's exactly what they did they're supposed to score three times maybe (laughs) right yeah yeah exactly i mean they they played as well as anyone could have wanted that night so yeah i mean i'm i'm feeling pretty good um yeah i'd I'd be really really a sour post if i if i didn't (laughs) i'm waiting i want to see one more game though yeah. yeah, I'm not making – I said after the Tulsa game, like, I'm not making any final conclusions about this offense. Well, I'm not making any final conclusions and well down the road, but I'm not making yeah, any, December, like, base right. conclusions about the offense until Arizona State, till we see kind of the whole thing laid out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still not doing that despite the fact that they just put up a 50-burger on Western. Like, yeah. I can't go back. Like, that's the process. Like, we've got to make sure – because they could, they could come crashing back down and score 17. 
Right, and I'm also a little uh, worried about our Curry. I don't know if, like, I, I know he left the game hurt. I don't know how hurt exactly he was. So, like, that, that's kind of concerning because um, we kind of need a natural right tackle. I'm mean, sorry, left tackle out there. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, that, those, those are the only worries, though, I guess. Jarvis, Jarvis started there. Yeah, but then, like, our Curry got back in the mix a little bit, didn't he? Or Yeah, he got some back? snaps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, no, again, I mean, it was it was exciting. Like it was it was cool to like be in Spartan Stadium and not fretting over yeah. uh, a game for for once yeah. in two years. It, like that was it, cool. It was thirty one seven at half, and you're like, that was a good half. Like it was twenty five to seven at the half yeah. against Tulsa, but it was totally different. Totally right, different yeah. vibe. Thirty one seven at the half, and you're like, that was fun. <laughs> it was great. We got a running back. I we got receivers that are open. We, we, we see their plan for replacing Jalen Naylor, and it looks like it mm-hmm. could possibly work. Like I, I like C.J. Hayes. Now, if that balloons into maybe Barnett taking over for Hayes eventually. I don't think that will happen. I think they're fine with C.J. Hayes out there. But Yeah, dude, I mean, he looked good. Oh, yeah. I, I like he the looks, idea of uh, Stewart back in the slot, though. Like I, I like that's the yeah. route they're going to go with. So. C.J. Hayes has some wiggle to his, uh, to his game there. He, yeah. he made some guys miss. He did some stuff. Yeah, I was Do- surprised. Dodson was catching balls, too. I'm sorry. How did I forget to, to mention that, too? Dodson's catching balls. Caught a touchdown. I, what more do you want? I mean, this is great. This is That's, great. Yeah. The, with that, for they, the first drive, it was like deep shot Eli Collins, RPO. Oh, my God. And a bunch of people were like, and a tight end touchdown. I was like, yeah. that too. <laughs> Man, oh, I cannot wait to beat Arizona State 16 to 14 now. Yeah, that, that, just oh, prepare can't, for it. Just can't wait. <laughs> just can't wait. I'm just throwing it out there like it could happen. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Eli Collins, 17 t- carries, 192 yards, 11.3 yeah. a carry. Had That's a 58-yarder. They need to like get him a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. I was bummed out for him. I was like, ah, oh, come on. I understood it. I, I get it. Like He was really yeah. tired. He ran <laughs> 60 it. yards. He was really tired. Yeah. Darius Jefferson is 230 pounds, is a monster. I Bring know. him in there to pound it, and I get it. It makes sense, but yeah. get Eli Collins a touchdown, damn it. That that game though made uh, meltdown Monday hard. Like I gotta really reach back here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What are you panicking about? Let's do that to to finish this off here because. Oh yeah. Right. Right now. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We've been oh, going well, for it's, yeah seventeen minutes here, bud. It's it's no brainer that and this is something that probably everyone's concerned about. But I'm now I'm worried about the punting because Jake Hartberger <laughs> is used to banging balls, uh, maybe at, at least eight times a game, and I'm worried that just only getting one punt off like is going to screw up his whole uh routine yeah. moving forward here like if he starts the game against arizona state with like 25 yard punt 32 yard punt uh six yard punt like i wouldn't be surprised i i think is uncalibrated now and um yeah there's there's no way harper comes back from just getting one punt in live action he's gonna be scared of the moment now too because i mean he's not gonna know what to expect <laughs> um he only got one rep in, in, in front of the crowd last week and yeah he's just gonna lose all of his mojo so yeah, it is yep. very concerning. Yeah, and are we still doing an aneurysm moment of the game, or, or no? Sure. Okay, aneurysm moment of the game, uh, Philly special to Brian Lewerke as he tries to jump <laughs> from the 14th row over two defenders, uh, which is fine. It's not like he's coming off like a shoulder injury, and that's kind of what derailed our season last year or anything. So, um, But if he was coming off a shoulder injury and we really need him to be healthy, uh, God, I would hate that play. So, yeah. Yep. 
so yeah, so that that's the easy one-two punch right there. Uh, I'm serious about one of those, and I'm not so serious about the other one. I'll let you figure out uh, which one was which there. You know what my favorite part of the game was? Hmm. Uh, after Western scored that touchdown, Michigan State got the ball back with 30 seconds, and Theo Day came in. Yeah, and they ran a damn play. Yeah, that's that's so big time. <laughs> we're we're getting some reps up. <laughs> yeah, we got to get some work in our, our third third string guys. Yeah. Oh, you really? You were super excited about your little touchdown drive there? Yeah, we need to get a little bit of work in. Somebody go hit somebody. Yes, <laughs> we're working on our good. doomsday scenario. Uh, third string offense right here. Yeah, Brian. Uh, Get out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, right. Please, for the love of God. And and if you're going to stay in bounds, don't leave your feet, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, that was... Um, I'm so glad it's okay. Yeah. Because everyone was going crazy around me, and I'm just like throwing my hands in the air like, what the... What are we doing, man? Like, Yeah. So It's time to retire that play. Yeah. Hey, I, I made peace with the people behind me, though. They were totally fine. Yeah. Good. From yeah, what are their yeah. names? Uh, Dan and Lisa, and I, I have no idea Lisa. what the guy's name next to me is, but I, I talked to him the entire game. Yeah, it's great. Great. So Super I've not been banished yet. Thank you. All right, Matt, this has been fun. Um, As always. Yeah, so you don't know this because we've been recording it straight through, but um, we have had commercials and live reads and things that oh. have happened before this. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is now the end of segment two. So ah. coming up after this break, um, I will give some actual thoughts here some initial thoughts some things i do want to say um and then like i said come back tomorrow it'll be much more in depth smart um, yeah smart much more yeah. smart and i'm yeah. going to take a victory lap um because uh i don't know if you know this nat matt kind of kind of nailed that one didn't i mm-hmm. yeah, yeah just a little bit <laughs> just casually just casually nailed that one yeah. um blind squirrel finds a nut baby uh, so, <laughs> there it is. No, I'm not gonna take a victory lap. No, come, oh yeah, you, come on, pimp that out. Come on. <laughs> no, yes. I can't. I can't. I I did not predict 51 points. I yeah, you like, did. I said they'll be fine. Not they're gonna light everyone up. Your your prediction was 51 16. You're off by one point. It's come I, on. I took I took the points. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> I that was a that was like honestly I was like I think Michigan State honestly is gonna cover. I think they're gonna really score some points because Western did not look great defensively, even though they only gave up 13 to Monmouth. I was like, they're not that good. Um, and I thought they would cover, but I hedged my happiness. <laughs> yep. Hey, I s- subscribed to that so hard. So yeah. <laughs> Hedge your happiness, man. It's a, it's yep. the life. All right, Matt. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Good oh, luck yeah, writing. Um, Cause M- Matt writes the good, the bad, the random. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah, good luck finding the bad this week. Oh, I, I already have that written down. We, we oh, got to do for that as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, yep. great. Yep. Good. Looking forward to it. You can read his work at The Only Colors and, of course, hear him whenever he joins this program, which we always appreciate. Mac, thanks so much. Sure. Uh, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. All right. Thanks, Matt. Again, a million for joining the show. Always love when, uh, love when he stops by and brings his uh, usual whatever that he tends to bring to the show. Um, In a few minutes here, I'm going to lay out, like I just said for you, some things that I want to kind of address here as we move throughout the week. And again, haven't done my rewatch yet, haven't done the film room piece yet, but there are some things that I know I'm going to want to talk about. So I just kind of do like that sort of day after feeling, you know, now that I've had time to sort of stew on the game, 
on what we watched, kind of some thoughts and opinions that I want to get out there. And of course, we'll expand on them uh, as we move through the week here. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That is promo code KICKOFF to receive a discount of up to $100. So Michigan State scores more touchdowns in a single game than they did in the Michigan game, the Nebraska game, the Ohio State game, the Rutgers game, the Red Box Bowl, and Tulsa combined. That is six games. I think it's six of their last seven because Maryland sneaks in there somehow. Six of their last seven. And they score six freaking touchdowns against Western Michigan in a single night. Get them all out there. Coming out party, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was definitely fun. And some things that uh, they did on, on Saturday night are incredibly repeatable and are going to be the baseline, the foundation, whatever you want to call it of this offense moving forward. And they excite me. I think they should excite you. They're not all that different, really, from things that they showed a teeny bit against Tulsa. And if you listened last week, um, you know that I was kind of trying to make the point that there are things worth diving into. There are things worth uh, optimism about this offense. They, Whether it was execution or play calling, really lack of play calling, calling plays instead of, you know, calling some old stuff instead of some newer stuff, not fully developing the newer stuff yet, whether it was, you know, instead of running a zone read and then building off it with different counters and RPOs attached to the back end as tags, you know, just keeping it basic and simple vanilla, whether it was, you know, that stuff, uh, there was just, there was stuff to be optimistic about and Michigan State kind of cashed in some of those chips, so to speak, here against Western Michigan. We saw a little bit more of what this offense is trying to do, what it looks like. Um, And there's stuff there that I I think is definitely worth talking about, worth highlighting. Uh, I want to talk about Brad Salem for sure because his play calling was night and day from the Tulsa game. And again, I don't know if that was a directive. I don't know if the plan was... Let's keep this sucker simple against Tulsa. Um, and I bet you they plan to keep it simple against Western until, uh, you know, you want to score points. You want to look good. And after the the performance against Tulsa, I think D'Antonio said, screw it. We're lighting up Western. We are, we're, we're, we're showing them what we've got. Uh, we're not sandbagging. We're not being vanilla. We're not waiting for Arizona State. We're, we're, we're doing this sucker. Um, and part of it is, you know, you, you do the week one game plan. It's, it's simple. You see what you got. You see what you do well. You see what you're not so good at. First time seeing it against an actual opponent, not just your team, although the Michigan State defense is great to practice against, but an actual opponent who's really set out to stop you in a game environment. Until you see that, you can't really uh, know exactly what you got. And so some of it is that. You know, seeing, hey, we can run zone and spread personnel and just doing that more often, which is what they did against Western. So want to talk about uh, Salem's uh, performance, Salem's play calling. we got to talk about Brian Lewerke. We will, of course, talk about the, the line in Eli Collins. All this stuff uh, we're going to be just talking about developing through the week. What is repeatable? What do they still need to get better at? Um, 
who played well, who, you know, took a step uh, schematically were things helping them um, like the zone blocking, I think is something that is the easy thing to point to. What was Michigan State doing schematically to put their players in situations where they succeed? I think like the biggest, if I could distill it to one sentence, what Michigan State did against Western Michigan that was different than what they did against Tulsa is they called plays, they ran offense that highlighted their players' abilities, that complemented what their players do well. And you saw it like the first touchdown in RPO, or even the RPO where Brian Lewerke was about to take it off and bailed on the, the run at the last second and through the pass, which is something that happens with this offense. It's really fun and exciting, and stuff like that is like, whoa, where did that come from? That That's why that tag is built into the play. It's a bailout safety valve. Anyway, that's that's the spot where Michigan State... And I, I think this is like the first time I can ever say this about a Michigan State offense is they ran offense for the people that were on the field appropriately. They didn't try to force square pegs into round holes, which they've been guilty of doing at times. Um, they did it against Tulsa a number of times. Uh, they finally, and I don't know if this was the plan going into the season or just like, an epiph- someone had a freaking epiphany after the first game. It finally, to me, for the first time in a very long time, felt like they were running appropriate things for the talent and the, the line, for the skill talent, the line, the quarterback, for the players that they have. Uh, and it was really refreshing to see it, even more so than the 51 points, even more so than the however many yards Eli Collins had, Brian Lewerke's 300-plus yards and three touchdowns. You guys should know this about me, and I'll keep saying it. I am a process over results person. Um, trust the process is kind of a cliche here, but I always try to look at the why. What is happening? Why is it happening? What is the purpose behind it? What is it trying to accomplish? And for the first time in a while, I felt that Michigan State set out with an appropriate purpose on the offensive side of the football that made sense, that meshed with the players that were attempting to do it and the play calling complemented it and it was just really nice to see even if they had mistakes drop passes whatever western's better defense and they only come out with 31 points in that game the process was still good and that's the thing that i'm most excited about and that's going to be kind of the thread that weaves and stitches these shows together here as we move throughout the week um so that's going to do it for today's show i'm watching film Today, while you're listening to this, I'm rewatching the game. I'm cutting up highlights. Uh, I got stuff coming up at SpartansWire.usatoday.com that you can definitely check out. I'll go through plays, why they worked, plays that didn't work, spots to improve, um, and just kind of show you how I think Michigan State really kind of turned a page here. Yeah, it's Western. And again, I'm not going off the results. The process here was really, really strong. And I will show you kind of why. And then in the, the piece for Spartans Wire, and then we'll talk about it here throughout the next couple of days before we turn the page and start talking about Western Michigan. So as promised, tomorrow's show, a little bit smarter than today. Today was fun uh, having Sheehan on tooling around uh, and enjoying the victory, but we'll get back to work tomorrow. We'll still have some fun, but definitely try to bring some legitimate insights for you guys uh, on tomorrow's show and the shows after that. So thanks so much for listening. Um, 
We'll be back tomorrow, like I said, with uh, some smarter stuff, some good stuff right here on Locked on Spartan. So thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. We will see you tomorrow.